right, let's do it at 7.07. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Today's Fat Tuesday, right? I am shocked that snowflakes haven't complained about the name Fat Tuesday. Oh, it's fat every day for me. That's okay. You embrace it. You know, they're... Fat Tuesday has got to make people that are fat feel bad about getting up and doing things on Tuesday. I mean, at some point, people are going to lose their mind. You can't say, you know what, we we need to call it like something more appropriate, like larger Tuesday or just like big fun Tuesday or something dumb like that because people are weak. Anyway, there are three things that is why you listen to this show, these random tangents. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Uh, this is like the ultimate CYA fail I've ever seen in my life. Remember last week, Peter Stroke, the uh, FBI agent, and his lover, Lisa Page, the FBI lawyer, uh, more texts were uncovered. And, and one of the texts was, uh, we're, we're, I got a brief Comey. He's meeting, uh, with Obama and POTUS wants to know everything we're doing. And it was about the Russia situation and, uh, and the Russia investigation that came out last week. And all of a sudden to Yesterday, actually, Chuck Grassley, Republican senator, finds this email from Susan Rice where she wrote an email to herself on Inauguration Day last year to recap, right before she left her job, to recap a January 5th, 2017 meeting. So 15 days before that, a meeting in the Oval Office between her, Obama, Comey, Sally Yates, and she recapped it saying, Obama stressed the entire time we got to do everything for Russia investigation by the book. By the book, and I'm not going to get in the way of intelligence agencies and law law enforcement. They're going to do their thing. we got to make sure we do everything by the book. And she just stressed it. It's like insulting our intelligence that all of a sudden this email just pops up, and they did that afterwards. Like, they knew they were going to get caught. They knew where they were going to get caught. It's just so dumb. It's like it's worse than what children would do. Why do you do your homework? Well, you know, I just with things and blah, blah, blah. Okay, right. Second thing I think you need to know. Uh, is that the government actually ran a surplus in January. They spent less than what they took in. What a what a concept that actually happened. Third thing I think you need to know, Arizona voters may get a chance to uh, revisit the minimum wage uh, hike. Uh, you can't get rid of it. You keep it at 10 bucks an hour, but you can vote on it. You passed at least one initial, mem- an initial step in the state Senate. Uh, but basically, you would keep the ten bucks an hour, but you it wouldn't spike up to fifteen, and this whole three days of mandatory sick time, blah blah blah, all be gone if it gets the chance for voters to vote on it. And and I hope they do because, as we can see, the government is not; they shouldn't set wages. When companies get more of their money back, all of a sudden they start to share it with employees, at least some of them. Wages, benefits, you name it. So we'll see. Three things I think you need to know. Oro Valley is up to no good again. But they always seem to be up to no good. Former town councilman Mike Zinkin, the most hated man besides me, uh, the most hated man by the Oro Valley Town Council and Mayor Satish Hiramath. And again, by the way, Satish, I know he's listening. You're more than welcome to chime on in and let us know how we're wrong. Like, If all of a sudden we were putting out fake news, Mike, right? If you were the mayor and you get this loud mouth on the radio, and I'm saying these things, putting out facts and numbers about how the mayor is lying and the council is lying and what they're doing is losing money and they're lying to the people. And if you are the mayor, 
Would you not call up and be like, you know what, you're saying incorrect things. Give me a chance to correct. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, it's just very telling, right? It's very telling. So, uh, let's, let's just start with this. And again, Mike Zinkin, former Oro Valley Town Councilman, who is hacking up a lung, claiming (laughs) he's not going to get Ryan and me sick. We will hunt you down and we will do something. (laughs) We'll just shove Robitussin right down. Anyway, um, so... You got something, and I don't want to get wonky because people don't like wonky and stuff like that, but there's something called the, uh, what is it, quarterly CIP status report? Right, right. Right? Um, what what exactly is that? CIP is uh, Capital Improvement Program. Ah, okay. okay. So you have that, right? So every, every year in the budget, they have a Capital Improvement Program, and all the things they're going to do during that fiscal fix, year. To, right? You know, road improvements, yeah. uh, turn signal, you know, light, lights, uh Light signals, like the one they're putting in front of the community center as we speak right now, which sure. has absolutely no justification. So uh, I looked at the uh, quarterly report, which is something I, I can guarantee you they're not looking at. Or they and, are, and they're ignoring it. Uh, yeah, it's so difficult to read. So anyway, uh, the quarter that ended September 30th, okay? Yeah. It says for community center, it says tennis courts improvements. They were budgeted for $75,000, and they did it. And it says, complete, invoices are being processed. So you think that would be end of story. So then I get off the website. The Oro Valley Town website. Right. The quarterly CIP status report for the quarter ending December 31st. Yep. Which is three months later. Once again, tennis court improvements. Okay. Once again, $75,000. However, it actually costs them $96,323. Whoops. Right. So where'd the money come from? And it says, complete budget overage will be covered by bed tax revenues. So wasn't... Now, this whole thing was supposed to be covered by half sales cent tax. sales tax, yeah, right? Yeah, for the golf and the tennis courts. Supposed golf, to be everything. everything. The community center, golf, tennis, everything. Mm-hmm. That's covered, what's Covered by the half cent sales tax yeah. with the infusion of $1.2 million from the general fund to kick off the fund, mm-hmm. right? Well, now they're using about $60,000 for the bed tax revenues to cover now that's pretty. That's hidden. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta dig that. I guarantee you, that. they don't know that. And again, to say, when we you were here what a couple weeks ago, and yeah. we said that what for the first five months of the fiscal year, the golf course itself has lost over a million dollars. Oh yeah, it was like one point yeah. one yeah. million, right? That, that community. But said, I think it's like so. So you have that. So it lost money. Now you have this losing money. I mean, again, they have to shift money from the bed tax revenue, which, what is that, going to the general fund for the, the town for the most part? Well, bed tax revenue, I think the state law says you've got to use a certain percentage of bed tax revenues for economic development. Okay. Okay? That's seven, we have a 7% bed tax revenue you know, when you stay at the Elkhorn or the Fairfield sure. or whatever. All communities have a bed tax revenue. That, that's what funds the economic development department. That's what pays the manager's salary, the, the people's salary, and so forth and so on. Um, that's where the money that goes to the Chamber of Commerce comes from, uh, the bed tax revenues. It doesn't come out of the general fund revenues. Um, there's all kinds of funds in the So, town. but basically, again, they're, they're having to, to reach their hand into other pockets. Right, right. To help cover the losses for everything that's supposed to be done by the half-cent sales tax. A- absolutely. So right. we have that. Right. Well, they also, got to remember, they also that they took another $350,000 out of the general fund to supplement the community center fund which is now $364,000 in the hole. Yet we, yet I get a copy of an email from a councilman. Yes, so we'll get to that. So hang on. So the, not only is the golf course over a million bucks in the hole in just the first five months of this fiscal year, the community center itself 
The whole fund is that no, they bought. Right. And again, the community center, Satish Hiramath, the mayor, and you were on the town council at the time, said this is turnkey. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing we have to $1 do. One million dollar turnkey investment. Right. We bought it for a million bucks. We got that. We got the land. We got the golf courses, everything. It's beautiful. And it wasn't. I mean, you guys had to update stuff, put in ramps, right? Well, they still haven't done it. It's still not ADA compliant. Mm. They still, the, the town still says we need $6 million in improvements in the community center. That's not including what they talked about the other night with $4.7 million. We'll get to that. Don't, let's yeah. not confuse yeah. people. Let's not, Mike Zinkins here, uh, former town councilman in Oro Valley on KNST AM 790. So, uh, by the way, if, if there was a business that wasn't ADA compliant inside of Oro Valley, would they, you know, they'd have to change their things, code People, right, from the city, they'd probably show up and uh, go. If you build a new business, yes. you, you got to build it to be ADA compliant. We we assumed, right, so you know, a business that okay. was not ADA compliant. Okay. So apparently, even if you were to assume a private yeah. concern that's not ADA compliant, the feds give you time to make it ADA compliant. How they do it and what the time okay. frames are, I don't know. Okay. So then let's, let's go to this because something else caught my attention. Before the email that you got. Uh, 4.7 to, I, I saw a thing, they need to borrow 4.7 to $5 million. Yeah, our town manager, who uh, who has a great background in golf, is a, is a assistant town manager in Sierra Vista for 17, for 17 years. Uh, she's decided that we're going to keep the 36 holes of golf. We're going to get, we're going to uh, no longer support golf at Bush Ridge, the nine hole course. We still got to maintain the property, which makes sense. But we're going to keep 36 holes of golf. And it's going to take four point seven to five million dollars in capital improvements for the thirty-six holes. That's not including the community center. And Councilman Rodman, at the end of the study session, said, "Well, we're just going to have to borrow all that money." So when the budget comes wow. out this year, they're going to have to find money to pay back. I mean, people think when you get a bond, it's free money. It's not. You got to pay it back, and yeah. it's low interest, you know, because you're a municipality. But they're going to have to find money to pay it back. And it's not going to come from that half-cent sales tax because that half-cent sales tax isn't even covering what the losses they exactly. have now. Exactly. They're going to the bed tax. Right. So if they get that $5 million they need to borrow, they don't have to ask voters. They could just vote themselves That's correct. to borrow yeah. $5 million right. bucks The only reason you need me. to ask a voter would be for a property tax. And they would be really silly to do that considering how bad the last one failed. Wow. So this is, uh, this is bad stuff. And again, Satish, you're listening. Satish, I know you're listening right now. They all are. Um, you're more than welcome to correct Mike Zinkin at 880-KNST, 880-5678. And the excuse he always uses is something like, no, Mike's just wrong, and I'm not going to sit there and battle on the radio and say, I'm right, and he's going to say, I'm right, and I'm going to say, I'm right, and that, that's what he says. So, uh, again, it is up to you. All I know is that if someone was giving out misinformation about me, and like Mike said earlier, I'd hop on the show in about a half a second. And say, let's clear this up right now. Well, that's I can back what I'm saying with the town documents. That's the thing. You put these out. Yeah. They're there. Um, so, man, this this is just, uh, this is crazy. And again, if you weren't putting this stuff out there, we wouldn't know about it. Nobody would know about it. I know. It's unfortunate. You know, and we can talk about the state. I mean, golf right now is hot. This is the great time of year for golf, yeah. you know? Even though the golf course at the uh, davis Mountain Air Force Base is going to close April 30th. Right, the DOD decided they don't want to supplement seventy seven hundred thousand, and they shouldn't. You know, uh, so that's another golf course now. But uh, golf is busy right now. Okay, uh, golf courses are averaging eighteen hole golf courses are averaging about one hundred eighty to two hundred fifteen rounds a day, which is great. And there, places like Crooked Tree and and uh, Swallow and those places are getting forty nine 
the $60 around golf, okay? We're not. Okay? <laughs> uh, now, when we say we got rounds, they also count member rounds. Okay? Now, a member pays $300 a month. Whether they pay one round or five rounds, it, it doesn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah? The income's the same. So if you average 180 rounds a day for 30 days, you're going to average, it's going to be 5,400 rounds. Okay? And at $49 a round, that's roughly about $264,000. Star Pass is averaging 200 to 215 rounds a day. And, and they mm-hmm. have 27 holes, okay? We're averaging about $140,000 in golf revenues on 36 holes. So it costs all, much more to take care of because there's more holes and you're not getting any traffic. Right, you know, and I had someone come up to me say, Mike, it's wonderful here. I mean, I love playing golf here. It's so cheap. Yeah. Right? Well, it is cheap. You know, you, you get to subsidize you, it. You can pay 60 bucks to play at Del Yurik, or you can play $49 and play at the Elkhorn Case Store. Yep. Your call. The gov- nothing better than the government competing with you and undercutting you. All right, there's more. Hang where you are. Sure. 720. Uh, Mike Zinkin is in studio on KNST AM790. It gets better because an actual councilman, he got an email, an actual sitting uh, town councilman justified the golf courses saying that they're actually going to do they're good they're going to break even even though there are a million bucks in the hole already this fiscal year after five months they're going to break even you have to hear this to believe it and i got an email from uh, oro valley uh they were celebrating uh, people don't realize this they voted that people voted down the property tax right you know you don't want ball fields what are you doing they actually built more ball fields and they're already they're they're Right there in Ronha Park. There's right. two of them. Nobody's really talking about it. And you have to hear what the town actually said about how they built them. We'll get to that coming up. Don't go anywhere. Back in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, we have uh, uh, Mike Zinkin in here. Former town councilman, Oro Valley. Uh, and, and again, the fact that they are now going into different sources of revenue. Now the Oro Valley is going into the bed tax revenue to pay for tennis court improvements, which are supposed to be turnkey, and on top of that, covered by and community re, uh, the community rec center supposed to be turnkey. It was all supposed to be covered by the sales tax revenue, and it's not enough money because they're losing so much money. Yet, read the email that Councilman Bill Rodman sent someone claiming that apparently everything's good and they're going to break even on the golf course this year, which is a joke. It says, uh, I understand your concerns. We are working to find the best long-term plan for the community center and golf courses. In the meantime... The financial results are getting better each year with the current year projected to break even. The projection counts all, all revenue sources, including the half-cent sales tax, which is, deduct, which is dedicated to this complex. The sales tax revenue is oftentimes ignored in order to misrepresent the actual facts. All you got to do is read attachment D1 in the last council report, including the sales tax revenue which was $855,000 for the first five months of the fiscal year. The revenues, total revenues for town, expense, town revenues and contracted revenues, which is true, was 2.4 mil. Expenses were 2.8. There's a $400,000 loss right mm-hmm. there, and that includes the $800,000 plus in sales, in tax, sales tax revenues. Revenue. Okay, does not include the fact that you put another $350,000 into this fund. So it'd be even more. Yeah, yeah. So right now, that fund is running three hundred. Because they took three hundred fifty grand from the general fund and put it to help right. cover the losses. And when, of that three hundred fifty, they took one hundred twenty of it and paid it back to the general fund, Jeez. so they could say they made their. their so they, again, they're just they're lying. They're literally lying to people. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, and why does Oro Valley think that they got the only golf course in the United States that's going to make money? <laughs> 
because they have to think that. You know, I mean, and not just one. They golf don't want course. to address it's, the problem. It's two golf courses. Yeah. They don't right? want to address the problem that it's a money loser, and they don't know what to do. They can't save face. They can't say we were wrong. There is a video out on the Take Back OV website talking about creating open space, linear parks. It would be, I mean, imagine Oro Valley having linear parks up there with the Push Ridge views and all that. It would increase property values. You can take that property and make it an asset to Oro Valley instead of a financial And that brain. would be, what, how many millions would it cost to change that from the golf course it take about $3 million. But it's a one-time but then fee. You, you've cut and then your you just, losses. And then you just pay for mowing the grass. And and the, and, the, and the sales tax okay. revenue would cover that. So I get this email also. I mean, this Again, they are more than welcome to come on the show. I know you're listening and say, no, 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 you got it all wrong. Because, again, he's, he's just they're wrong on everything. Get this email. I meant to bring this up. Beginning of February, 11 days ago, Oro Valley sends this out. Oro Valley to cut the ribbon on two new fields in Naranja Park. And it's funny. They never talked about these new fields when they were pushing the property tax. Because they want they want people to know you could pay every year and get a new field and just budget it in instead of doing it all at once and paying twelve million dollars in interest payments. Well, right? the acts the tax people talked about it. Well, yes, but I'm talking to people the that town didn't. Pro. Exactly. No, right. So this is hilarious. Uh, bring your family and friends to Naranja Park Saturday, February 10th. This past whatever to celebrate the completion of fields three and four in Naranja Drive. Right, Mayor Hiramath, fellow council members, town staff, cutting the ribbon on the new multi-sport fields. Okay, so they have that. Um, now the finance director, Stacy Lemos Mm -hmm. is quoted in this press release as saying the completion of these fields and lighting means we are moving forward with the town's pay as you go approach to developing Naranja Park. Now it's pay as you go. That's the approach you're stuck with because people wouldn't give them a property tax. It's always been pay as you go in Oro Valley. It's been that way since 1974 when it was incorporated. Why has it got to stop? I just find it hilarious that they were pushing... To not do pay as you go, and they wanted the property tax to cover things, and now they're now we're doing it. It it's almost as if we're hitting a nerve, Mike. Well, you know the inter- the, 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 the interesting slant, unfortunate thing is, Hiramath, Waters, Snyder, and Hornad are all up for re-election. Okay, they all voted for the property, the uh, sales tax. They all voted for the golf course. The community now has a chance to make a change in their government. Yep. Now it's up to the community. To step forward and say we've had enough. We don't. We we told you we don't want a property tax. We also don't want any more losses. We want something done with this acreage other than a drain. So people, you got somebody has to run you for gotta, mayor. You got to stand up. I mean, there's support there. Somebody has to run for it. mayor, and somebody and other people have to run for town council. All right. Well, uh, Mike, and if you have any questions, just contact Mike. He's just the random guy walking up and down the streets in Oro Valley. That's right. I got a little sign on the corner yep. saying, "Any questions, just ask." <laughs> exactly, yeah. and, and get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, Mike Zinkin, thank you very much for again exposing this stuff. I hope you feel better. I hope you didn't get us sick. If you did, Ryan, and I will find you, and we will we will we will stomp on your lawn. Or you can bury me on the golf course there that you. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, that's uh, Mike Zinkin, uh, Town Council, Oro Valley. Even uh, if, if you'd like to say something, and you're part of the council or mayor, Satish Hiramath, you can eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. But I'm not going to hold my breath.